The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD 800. I'm back. Maybe you didn't notice. Well, you know, Brian handles everything so well that you wouldn't even know that it's a repeat. (laughs) Well, I'm back. And for those of you asking, um, had a great time. I was out in California involved in a uh, uh, producing video series, a sex educational uh, video series. So I'll tell you more about it when when it actually comes out. So, you know, how, how things work and television or film or anything like that can a long time before you actually see the end product. So uh, that was my uh, my adventure for uh, the last couple of days, which was amazing. Uh, so, But I am back. Coming up, we've got the millennial panel. We're going to discuss a couple of things. First, um, is female success bad for romantic relationships? I know maybe it sounds like a crazy question to ask in this day and age, but guess what? We still have uh, uh, gender stereotypes and we follow certain gender norms still uh, or beliefs. Uh, are women still doing more of the chores? So again, based on uh, gender stereotypes. We're going to also talk about foodie calls. Um, we talked about this uh, on an earlier show, but there's another story about a guy who basically goes out, meets women on Tinder, goes to fancy restaurants, and then he takes off. Like, he he just, he leaves. He he leaves and leaves them stuck with the bill. He's going to jail for it, by the way. Anyway, so we'll we'll look at those two things and how similar are they. But I want to get the millennial perspective on that. But first... Let's take a look at the inbox. Make a connection anytime at 514-800. Time to answer some of your questions, and some of them are here on the text board already as I walked in, so let me uh, start with that one. Um, Late 50s male, any comments on prostate massage for prostate health? Been hearing positive news about this. That's a really good question. What I can tell you is that there isn't much research done on the practice of prostate massages. Like there's very small studies done, but not no large scale studies. So um, I think in the medical profession, they're a little reluctant to, to use this, but this is a kind of a, this uh, prostate massaging is something that was done before the uh, invention of all these medications to treat things like prostatitis and, and things like that. So basically we're talking about massaging the male, the, the male um, prostate. There has been quite a bit of anecdotal evidence that supports the, uh, the benefits of this. So what the thinking behind this is that with the pro- with the prostate massage, it helps clear the ducts. There's a pipeline that runs between your prostate and the rest of the of a male reproductive and urinary system. And when you massage that, it produces uh, uh, the secretion of fluid, and that fluid will kind of clear the clear this dusk the 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 um the ducts so uh this might help in terms of relieving uh symptoms for people who have uh say uh painful ejaculations for example that might be something that it can be um it can be used for but again there's not like we don't have the um 
we just don't have the science to really uh, back this up. But just this is the the belief that it it eases blockages in the male reproductive system by having these. So it certainly can't hurt to do this if it's something that uh, you want to try. It has been used, and in the past, this was a recommendation to uh, treat erectile dysfunction as well. Uh, also, people who have trouble with the flow of urine because of the the swelling and inflammation in the prostate. So prostate massage is believed to help eliminate at least some of that swelling so that your urine flows better. Um, Prostatitis, which uh, requires today is treated through um, antibiotics and, and other specialized treatment. But before all of that, the prostate massage therapy was what was used really. Um, except now we just know uh, so much more about that. So uh, so I hope that answers uh, your question. It, it certainly wouldn't hurt. And, and if anything, never mind that it wouldn't hurt. It would also feel good. <laughs> so um, prostate massaging, they sell all kinds of sex toys now for men for that purpose uh, because there's a, a lot of pleasure involved in that. Hi, Dr. Lori. I'm 49 female, and I noticed the last year or so it's taking me much longer to climax, even solo. I don't understand. It's disappointing. Is there something I can do to improve this? That's a great question. Uh, and unfortunately, as women age, and men for that matter, um, it does take longer to climax. It takes longer for men too. Uh, it takes for women more, even more direct stimulation of the clitoris in order to get there. So what uh, older women are finding more and more helpful is using uh, a vibrator, for example, uh, on the external part, but using something that is far more powerful than uh, than with your own hand, say. So one that I, uh, a recommendation, it's a, a tried and true, it is the uh, Hitachi Magic Wand, used to be sold back in the day as a, it's a massager, it's a back massager, basically, used to plug in, now they have it on a battery or rechargeable or what have you, but it offers a very, very strong vibration. You would put a towel on top of your genitals and then use that. You wouldn't want to use it directly on there because it's that powerful. So women find that to be um, to be really helpful. So there's not not much else that you can do. I don't know how menopausal you are. You might want to check your hormone levels. Do you have other symptoms of menopause that are bothersome? Uh, if that's the case, you could you might want to discuss with your physician uh, about uh, either testosterone replacement or est- hormone replacement therapy might be an option. But that that's not for everybody, and usually they don't give it to people unless you're like really symptomatic uh, and, and very uncomfortable. And it, so it really for the help of, of quality of life. So there you have it. A couple of other questions. As a male, I do enjoy masturbation. When I was young, I could make it squirt across the room. Now that I'm older, most things seem the same, except there is no more secretion. Should this be a concern to me? 
So I don't know if you're talking about like there's nothing that comes out at all. Uh, if there's nothing, but you have the sensation of an orgasm, then uh, the question I would follow up with is when you urinate after, is your urine cloudy? What could be happening is something called retrograde uh, ejaculation. So instead of flowing forward, it flows back into the bladder neck. It's not a cause for concern. It, it's not unless you're trying to impregnate somebody, but otherwise, it's not a it's not a real uh, concern. It's not it's not harmful or, or it's not indicative of any kind of uh, major uh, problem. But as men get older, generally their ejaculate the the amount can be less and less. Not for all men. It's not like standard for every single person, but uh, for for many, this is what happens. Uh, this, another question, as a short peckered maritimer, I do not believe that penis size or length is of any real concern. Most of us are from large families, which requires some sex experience. My mother was from a family of 17. Several of my aunts had anywhere from 12 to 15 children. One of our neighbors had 21 children. A family of five children was considered small. That is why we consider penis size of little concern. So wanted me to share that on air. Good. And this goes very well with another texture that had written in saying, could we just not hear any more questions about penis size and such? Uh, well, unfortunately they come up, uh, an awful lot. So you're just going to have to keep hearing them. What can I say? Uh, coming up, Adam Greenberg, Thierry Lindor and Christina Rizzo are going to be in studio for our millennial panel. Is female success bad for romantic relationships? And somebody wrote in a text that I have to share with them. And it, it really, uh, I, I walked in here, saw this, and I was, whoa. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up. A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. So excited to have our millennial panel here tonight. We have uh, Christina Rizzo, Thierry Lindor, and Adam Greenberg in studio. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey. All right. I, I came into the studio. I wasn't here the last couple of days, so people have been texting and thinking it was a live show, but that's okay. So there was, I guess I we talked about last week on one of the shows about, um, I guess, a desire discrepancies with, with your partner. So this person wrote in. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like appalled. Oh, uh, okay, listen, listen to this, okay? Is it too much to ask to open your legs for 10 minutes? <laughs> Women will argue for hours over something that can be all over in as short as a few minutes. Watch TV, do the dishes, or just lay there and look at the ceiling. We just want a few minutes of pleasure. Not men's fault. It's how we are engineered. <laughs> like, damn. Ouch. Making us all my, look bad. That was my, like, hot damn. Like, that can't uh, be that there's yeah. thinking out there like this still. I want to get your feedback on this. Absolutely. Uh, well, I, making us all look bad with that text. Like, yeah. men please, just... Please represent men as as they are and not really... Like, this This cannot be representative of men. I think... Or um, young men, especially. I, I, I think as a young man, relatively young man, I respect my wife a lot more than that. I 
just generally respect women a lot more than that. And I don't think that that, uh, I think that that's a very old school kind of mentality and frankly, pretty disgusting. Yes. (laughs) Yes. 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 Agreed. How do you think, Terry? I mean, I, I totally agree with obviously with Adam. But I think we'd be shocked how many people still are feel millennials. That way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I think really of yeah, millennials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think the same way we see. Uh, we're always shocked to hear that there's still some millennials that are uh, racist or closed-minded or you know bigots or you know like uh, misogynist. Like to me, I'm not shocked to hear it, but obviously I'm appalled and yeah. I think it's right. disgusting. That's that's beyond the point. Obviously, it does sound misogynistic, right? It's. Uh... Yeah, I, I think, oh, God, it's somebody hardcore. wrote in, women are just a, a hole for some men. <sighs> yeah, for some men, I suppose, but who wants to be with those men? Correct. Yeah. Well, could you I imagine think... being married, like, Christina, could you imagine being married to a man like that or a boyfriend like that? <laughs> Absolutely not. I am all for equality. Um, I come from a very traditional background uh, where men, you know, and women give it, have an equal give and take. And so as a woman sitting here hearing that, I mean, you saw my face. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm appalled. Um, but, you know, it's up to us to continue the conversations like this um, to be changing these mentalities moving forward. One person writes old school, more like uh, more like primitive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very primitive, of course, except if he's saying it, other people are thinking Correct. it. Yeah. That's the part that worries me the Correct. most. It's like he's saying it out loud. He just has the the gall to cut to text it out and to say it, not caring about you know correctness or anything like that. But there's got to be other people who are thinking that. I also wonder what that guy actually expresses to his woman, or if it's yeah. just like. You know, the, similarly how you could troll on the internet and you could, like, Trolls. say the worst things. And then if we're confronted that person, mm. they would never admit to saying that. They would – they wouldn't – you wouldn't even think that would come out of their mouth. It's just, like, you're sometimes a different person at your thumbs. You know what I mean? Yeah, except I've actually heard the similar words, not exactly like that, but from people I know where the – I've heard a husband say, well – we're married. It, it's your duty. Like, Oof. where else am I going to get my needs met? And mm. like, it was all about, and I, I was like, listening, I actually looked at the guy and said, are you, are you kidding serious? me? Yeah. Like, you just said this? Like, yeah. yeah, what's wrong with that? Like, I'm, I'm married. She's my wife. Why should I have gotten married then? You know, it was like, and this is, you know, a, a modern man. I don't think so. Right. Mm. Scary. Yeah, like, <laughs> I know. It's almost. It's, what do you say to that? Right. Tough, tough to be speechless on live radio. I know. I, I mean, I it, know, it's I know. hard. To, it's hard. Like, I mean, you certainly can't defend anyone no. saying anything of that nature. I mean, uh, I guess the other thing to consider is like, you know, it is a two way street. It is like making sure both <laughs> parties are feeling okay. Yeah. You know, sexually and otherwise. I mean, I can tell you that attitude. Yeah, isn't going to get him laid by his wife. I can tell you that right now. Agree. Right now, okay. But I want to continue to talk a little bit about gender stereotypes because there was a a new uh, a study that came Mm -hmm. out, and uh, of course, it's about female success and how that affects uh, romantic relationships. So, gender stereotypes could mean that yeah, it's more acceptable for a woman to have a a flourishing male partner, so he is very successful. Um, but what is it when it's 
the reverse, reverse, when the female companion is the thriving one. And what they, what they found is that male self-esteem can be threatened yeah. by a female mm-hmm. partner's success. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about that from the, your perspective as a, the younger generation. Um, I know in past generations that might have been more true, but I'm wondering how true it is even now. I mean, I've, I've, I'm in an entrepreneurial sphere, so I, I'm surrounded by a lot of entrepreneurs, and I, I'd say that, uh, yeah, I've seen a couple. I cannot lie, a couple people in my direct uh, ecosystem where, if the the wife or the, the you know the, the spouse is is highly successful on a financial basis, because you got to define success as well. Mm-hmm. But if, if if it comes to finance, for some reason, society has been so patriarchal and oriented towards the man being the provider that suddenly. A lot of men, when they all they have is what they make, the money they make, mm-hmm. you know, them bringing in the the bacon or whatever you want to call it. Suddenly, they feel useless, and their way to kind of like uh, um, lash out is to become somebody that they're not necessarily. I'm not excusing their behavior, right, right, absolutely right. not. But I, I, I've seen that. I've actually witnessed it where entrepreneurs are going through a rough time, and then she takes over and starts to make a lot of money, and then suddenly the dynamic shifts, and then the guy is just not ready for it, and then. I've seen couples, a lot of couples actually uh, Hmm. break up over that. Yeah. Wow. What about you, Christina? As a woman, I'm single and I've been working very hard um, in the industry for a couple of years. And I've actually been in situations like this where I've been typecast as being a woman in, you know, the entertainment industry. And, you know, I, I would have been dating some people and they actually would have stopped speaking to me because they didn't approve of my line of work, which is, no, well, um, it's not like you're in that, you're not in porn or anything, <laughs> it, but, but to them, you know, the, the events life and, um, oh. all of these events and all of these situations that we'd be in. And it's just for work, right? I mean, we're, it's part of your job. Yeah. Um, I'd get backlash from them and they'd saying, you know, um, you were out late or why didn't you call me? what was going on there was absolutely no respect to what I was doing and then they would stop speaking to me um, because they felt threatened by it and um, at first it bothered me but I didn't let it phase me as I continued in my trajectory and in my uh, professional life you need someone who uh, understands it not just understands it but but puts you on it like is Correct. proud of you and totally. is able to say you know my my partner is successful yep. rather than oh my partner is more successful than me which right. puts you in a lower position and doesn't put you in that in in that zone christina rizzo is here she's a marketing specialist in the music and entertainment industry thierry lindor she he's a founder of influence orbis and remax griffin town and adam greenberg virgin radio host and founder of big and tall clothing line called one bone they are our millennials for the evening very excited to have you guys so what about in your to me couple? there's there's nothing sexier than yeah. my wife bringing home the bag you know what i mean right. like yeah. and that <laughs> secure the bag you know all that stuff like the like i i just feel utter pride and and i become more confident when she's successful yeah. and when she's um, like she's always on a pedestal to me and she's completely brilliant and, and progressing in her own career. So and she made way more than you. It wouldn't, it wouldn't bother you in any way. Honestly, I think it would, it would make me that much more excited. Maybe it even energize me to, to like exactly. even, even like crush right. it even more, exactly. you know, like uh, mm-hmm. she, she motivates me, you know, 
by the way she speaks to me, the way she conducts herself. And to me, there's nothing more sexy than a, a woman or man who is just doing their thing, proud about it, yep. uh, confident in it, and just continuing to do what they do best. Yep. Right. I was just wondering if that, but again, Christina brings up, you know, you're dating guys who don't feel that way. I, I, I've been told that I'm too independent. Um, How, you see, I, I don't see like, that yeah. as an issue at all. To call women all. as being too, in, do we ever tell men they're too independent? Exactly. Ever? Uh, I, I'm no longer speaking to those men and yeah, I've met some go. incredible yeah. other men along <laughs> yeah. the way. It's just, you know, being Secure in the dating men. world, you meet different types of people and, you know, a lot of uh, what I've seen is that some men can be intimidated by ambition and, you know, a woman who's pursuing her career rather than, you know, focusing on the home life for now. But when that comes, those guys, I'll be eliminate. able to manage yeah, both. You eliminate those. It's an easy, <laughs> easy way to say you're definitely not for me. Bye. Yeah. Uh, our millennial panel tonight, uh, Christina Rizzo, Thierry Lindor and Adam Greenberg coming up. We're going to talk about uh, foodie calls. Apparently, this is something new with the millennials, but maybe not just millennials. Uh, and a guy who does the same thing in his sentence, he got really punished for it. But we'll, we'll talk about that. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. and the politics to the hang-ups and the heartbreak. You're listening to Passion, CJD 800. Our millennial panels in studio, Christina Rizzo, Thierry Lindor, and Adam Greenberg. I want to share a couple of texts from our listeners, especially about that guy who the first text that we read <laughs> that uh. we were all pretty appalled by. Apparently not everybody's appalled. Uh, by the way, you can watch us live on Facebook as well and interact with us in between segments. Just go to my page, Dr. Lori Batito, or my regular page, Lori Batito, and uh, watch us live and comment as you would like. Uh, so uh, one texter writes, his wife should propose to orgasm before him and then roll over when she's done. <laughs> <laughs> Another texter, frown on cheating, fine. Respect your wife, fine. Live a sexless, masturbation-only marriage for years, not as fine. I mean, I feel for, I, I do feel for the couples where it's sexless. Mm. And by the way, one out of four couples are considered sexless. Mm. They have Ooh. sex less than 10 times a year. That's a the one general, out one out of four, yeah. So just saying, but you know, there's help for this. Uh, another one says, I think this guy got it right. What happens when you haven't made love to your wife because of her low self-esteem, like 13 years, you get help. That's the problem I have with people yeah, is can't... that you get help. Like it's okay for you to say, look, yep. I love you, yep. but I want us to be sexual. I want us to have a sex life. Let's Fix it. Yeah. Whatever it is, let's fix it. Exactly. You don't just ignore it yeah. for 13 years. No, if it's a serious problem, you go, you fix it, like you said, and and as opposed to just saying, like, open up your legs. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. That's, that's, like, just shut up and take it. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, like, that's I'm not sorry. how you're going to fix that's anything. That's sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Does not turn you on. Wow. <laughs> I mean. It does it for me. That's all I need. No. Yeah, not happening. Exactly. So I want to talk to you about foodie calls. Have you guys heard about foodie calls? Is, is um, that what I had 
this evening? I think your <laughs> brother, brother. Yeah, your brother gave you a foodie <laughs> He delivered cup. me a sandwich. That's right. Now, we're not talking about Uber <laughs> Okay, so that's eats, totally different. Yeah, or Jake Eats <laughs> yeah, yeah. or anything like that. Uh, but there was a study done that looked at women who go on dates mm-hmm. for free meals. Mm. And they found that these women actually are women who tend to be more, because uh, they looked at the personalities, more manipulative. Okay. I mean, it make, that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think it's, I don't know how common it is. I don't know how common it is within the, the millennials, but there's another article I want to share. So these two things, foodie calls taken to like a, a, the next level. So this guy, uh, what he did, this, this guy, Paul Gonzalez is accused of taking financial advantage of women. He met mostly through dating apps. Mm-hmm. He allegedly went to dinner with them at restaurants, like expensive restaurants in Los Angeles, where he ordered and consumed food and drinks and then allegedly left without paying any of the bill. <laughs> He's now gathered 20 victims from all oh over God. Los Angeles Man. County. Uh, he went, he's sent to jail for four months. So he has four to months. do jail time for this. And he's also barred from dating sites like Plenty of Fish and Bumble. Reasonably so. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Do you know anybody who's been like banned from any of these apps? Anyway, he's been banned. Uh, But how different is it? I mean, it's it's not cool either way. I I don't want to, you know. But here you have women Mm -hmm. who take advantage, right? So they're not really interested in the guy, but they're, they want to have a nice dinner. So they go out with the guy to yeah. have for the dinner and here you have a guy who <laughs> literally takes advantage well does it does in, in does yeah does the same thing but is it the same thing like how, like i don't know i, I just want to talk about this like, i know men have carried the burden for a long time <laughs> of paying for dinner and mm-hmm. maybe a lot of men felt vindicated when they saw this i think the guy got a lot of support on twitter and and such because it was like, well, finally, you know, it's uh, like this guy shouldn't shouldn't be arrested. Look what all the these women have been doing. Right. So. If we wanted to be very honest here, if would he he's going to jail? Do we think he's going to jail because he's a man doing it, or are we going to be like meaning in a sense? Uh, I know plenty of people that are around my age. Once again, uh, they're single. They're entrepreneurs. They take out multiple people of the opposite sex, in their case, is women, and they'll they'll pay the bills and so on and so forth, and n- nothing is talked about. Now, now, if I understand correctly, this guy is different. He comes in, orders a bunch of food, <laughs> then, orders alcohol, he goes on he a date, out. and then yeah. he bails. You that's know, he, yeah, yeah, he dines and dashes, that, that's so, which that's is a little bit different. different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To be honest, like the crime isn't against the woman who's Correct. sitting across the table; it's against the restaurant because you're stealing their food. <laughs> their food. <laughs> you know, like yeah. right. Well, where, he's, but he's leaving the bill. The women are left with the bill. Like he right. leaves out the back door. You right. Know what I mean? So if he stays, but he just says, "Hey, how about you?" Pay the bill, then he wouldn't be going to jail, right? That's right. That. That's right. Okay, so <laughs> that's right. Sounds like that's the right. better move, but uh, no, <laughs> I, I mean, I, like, yeah, it, exactly. in a very like weird, obscure, crooked way, I guess it is this weird double standard, right? Where the guy is expected to pay, perhaps, or has been expected to pay, and if if like a woman is seeking that dinner and goes to that dinner. Yeah, she won't have to worry about saying like, "Ooh, I should probably duck out 
so he pays the bill because she he'll it. probably just pay the bill. But what right. if he does? What right. if what if she gets there? She orders alcohol, orders like the most expensive steak, and then dashes out. Yeah, then she then it wouldn't jail. it wouldn't be would a crime, right? She wouldn't go to jail. Yeah. There's no way somebody would say <laughs> you're so wrong. You're yeah. going to jail. There's no way. Again, what the guy is doing is horrible. You know, like it's a it's a disgusting move. <laughs> But again, like it's just expected, you know, vice versa. Right. I guess. So it's back to the gender, back to the mm-hmm. gender roles again, which seems to be the theme of the evening. Uh, this text writes: If a girl bails, then we assume the guy was a creep. Ha ha! You can't win. <laughs> That's you such know, a good point. if she hides, right? If yeah. she takes off, it's like, oh my god, For this sure. is a creepy guy. But you're not, you're not questioning the girl at all. Never. You know? Right, but if a guy does it, like even if there was a pattern of twenty meals, you'd just be like, "Oh, there were twenty creepy guys." Yeah, <laughs> you know, like the, the like, guys. Yeah, they must have said it, something. Yeah, offensive. if she if she dipped yep. on twenty, you know, like it, oh, they were really creepy guys. But but how how surprised are you with the fact with this number? The twenty seven percent of women say they occasionally do this. Go on these foodie calls wow. what you, Christina what, as a woman for you as a woman <laughs> putting her on the hot seat. as a woman she's done it so no. I no I actually don't like to go for dinner on a first date Reasonably. I actually don't um, and that's why I was listening and absorbing all of this information I like to go for a drink on a first date because right. I feel like right. it's a bit more casual yep. feels less, less interview official. absolutely like so what do you do what do you like I just want to kind of feel out the vibe right in a more casual setting um, and every time I've been on a date, which for all my friends out there, you know, it's very rare. Um, but the times that I do go on a date, I always, always, always propose to pay the bill. And, oh, well, you know, your part or the whole bill, the whole bill. I really? think, yeah, absolutely. I think things are changing, um, gender roles and, you know, even women that I speak to. Uh, who are single say, well, I'm tired of being disappointed by men. So I'm going to date like a man too. Mm. And we're in this, you know, new world now where things are changing and mentalities and perceptions and, you know, just, just the whole ideals of dating and, and money and income and success is continuously changing. And, and I feel that right. Having kind of grown up in more of an old school, traditional environment Mm -hmm. to more of a new school. Mm -hmm. And I met with a lot of resistance when, when men, uh, I'm on a date with a man. He always insists on paying. Let's say we went out for a drink and then we go somewhere else, like to a, a club or something yeah. after just to dance it off. I'll always pay, um, the next round of drinks. Or if he invites me out for dinner, awesome. then, you know, we'll always try to make it half and half. And, and that's how I'm comfortable. Which I think is good. I, I I would recommend that. It gives you control over you. Mm. I'm just wondering, I do like guys that. still have <laughs> expectations? Yeah. Do guys still have expectations? Like, I paid for this huge meal. I took her to this fancy place. Like, I, uh, I, I think it depends who you're talking to, you know? Right. Yeah, that's true. We'll, we'll get to that, actually. What are the expectations in terms of millennials and dating? Have they changed mm-hmm. much? And we're right back to our uh, gender roles once again. Uh, don't forget, <laughs> you can watch us on Facebook Live as well. Just go to my uh, Facebook page, Dr. Lori Batito, and interact with our wonderful millennial panel, Christina, Thierry, and Adam, in studio with us here. We'll continue this discussion. <laughs> with Dr. Lori Batido on CJAD 800. 
Our millennial panel tonight, uh, we are also live on Facebook, so you can interact with us. Always fun uh, to get the young person's perspective. Christina Rizzo, Thierry Lindor, and Adam Greenberg in studio with us. There's a couple of text messages here, mm-hmm. and this one directed <laughs> to you, Christina. That's why you are still single. Thank oh. you. Do not, wait, you no. do not understand how you emasculate men. So what? this person wow. thinking that by paying and by saying no own way, that it's a form of emasculation. No. Isn't that Is interesting? I, I don't think so, but no. I, I'm just wondering... What, I mean, I don't know how old this person is no, that, that a, wrote this, but if nonetheless. If he's a secure man, I don't agree with that. I, I agree with what Adam said. I think there's nothing sexier than somebody that is independent. I think confidence and independence has to be, regardless of gender, one of the sexiest things you could possess and have. So, But some person, men are very insecure about that, well, thing, right? Which is evidently. And, <laughs> and again, like, to me... The sexiest thing is like you offering to pay, oh, man. and as a man being like, no, like I want to, I want to treat you, Absolutely. I want to be that man, I want, you know. Absolutely. Well, this uh, is what this person said, which is uh, reflects what you're saying. If a man likes a woman, he shows it by spending money on her. If you go Dutch, it hurts men. You take away the thing that makes them most happy: the ability to be what? a provider. Always let the man pay. This texter writes. <laughs> That sounds it's, very. But, but you can say like you're you're happy to pay, yeah. But you want the other person to offer, yeah. I'm I'm so into that's that. The difference, yeah. It's uh, I think I said it uh, like uh, off the show, mm-hmm. but when when my wife and I first started dating, she offered to pay, and I said no. Like it's my absolute pleasure to treat you. I want to, I want to be that man. Mm-hmm. Um, but please don't stop offering. To pay. Right. But he talks about being a provider, right? I think providing has to do with security. And we attach security with only finances. But what about emotional security? What about physical security? What about... There's so many aspects to security mm. where if you just limit it at financial, well, suddenly you're getting emasculated because you offer to pay. I don't... I disagree with right. him. Good. Okay. A couple more texts. It's not why you're still sitting <laughs> It's because you choose to be. Hey. Uh, my entire life, I've been told by men they were intimidated by me. Initially, by my physical attractiveness and su- subsequently, by my intelligence and strong personality. However, from my perspective... Any man worth his salt, so to speak, will be motivated to rise up to a challenge as opposed to surrendering to cowardice instead. Hmm. And that, yes. for women, is very attractive. So that's the confidence that a man shows when he is not threatened hmm. by your success, right? You when when he rises up to that occasion where he does, you know, where he supports, there's it, it's hugely attractive. What I'm looking for, and I've met incredible people, but what I'm looking for is someone who is going to grow with me and not going to dim my light. He's going to force it to shine even mm-hmm. more. Because you guys know me. I'm I'm extrovert, but I'm also very introvert. So I need someone who's going to allow me to come out of my shell a little bit more and, and, you know, be a little bit more comfortable in my skin. And to me, that's the sexiest thing you can find. And I think we're revamping and we're reconditioning ourselves in the way that dating, um, you know, with, with dating websites yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. gender roles and who should do what. I think all that's changing. So conversations like this are very, very important. And it's really fun to to be here with two guys. <laughs> and, and we're all kind of, we're very different, obviously, in, in terms of gender, but we all 
kind of have the same views on it. And yeah. Adam, the way you speak about your wife is so beautiful. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at him and smiling. See, that's, they, that's do they do exist. Yeah. They do. See, nice do. guys <laughs> exist. She, and, and I have my flaws, obviously, you know. Do. But yeah. she she's the best, and like. And you just, learn, you just learn, you just learn how love. to communicate and, right. and do things appropriately. Here, yeah. This, another texter writes, most men fear women. She does not show her vulnerable side. They are afraid of her. So what there's, <laughs> I, I am sorry, <laughs> We didn't realize this I was have the biggest part. <laughs> I know. Um, another texter writes, uh, dear Dr. Lori and guests, I went out for dinner with a guy once, a first date. I had a good time, but wasn't that interested in the end. I offered to pay half the bill but he really, really insisted that he pay. I did not go home with him, so to speak. The next day, he texted me asking me to send him half the bill no. via e-transfer wow. as he had only offered to pay thinking we'd oh, see man. each other again. Oh, my nice. God. So he that didn't get low. what he wanted. He didn't get a second date, and he certainly didn't go home with her. Now you have, now I'm getting a bill for the that other. That is insane. So like, do you think a lot of guys think that way? Like just take it for yeah, a minute, okay? I mean, what Terry said, like I think they do, yeah, you know? I, th- I, th- I think that your strategy to go for the drinks is a smart <laughs> one because then that, that way you feel like the bill is less. No, I'm just kidding. No, to be honest with you, sadly enough, there, I guarantee you, that's why I asked, who's doing these foodie kind of dates, right? Because if it's the guys, a lot of these guys are probably using the food as an excuse to get to what they want to get, mm. right? And and <laughs> sad, but yeah. Which is why women today they want they they pay their own way, so they're in control of 100%. that. They feel that I don't owe anything. That's it. Which you again know? is like it's a 2019 move, you know. Like it wasn't the norm for so right. long. The sure. norm was yeah. the man pays and the expectations are X, and the thing is Y, and then you know he's asking for the bill half the bill afterwards. That's, if if uh, if he if he was a man, <laughs> if he was a man, a and one. he was like. Okay, I'm not going to get what I expect out of this thing. You're either A, going to still pay and just like respect that this woman isn't into you. That's the right thing to do. Right. The second appropriate thing is like, okay, if the guy is ready to chalk this up as a loss as he's putting it and she offers to pay half the bill, then just go with it, you know, and, yeah, and just take, take your loss take and that's the L. it. You know? yeah. yeah, exactly. Take the L. Can you imagine? Oh, man. Wow. I can't believe that's a true story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when another text writes, when I go on a date, I prepare to buy a drink or small thing, but usually the man will insist. If he invites me on a date to a sit-down restaurant of his choice, I usually expect him to pay. So many guys say that from their cultures, it is the inviter that pays. I'm happy right. going for coffee, and I rarely eat out even fast food. It is cheaper and healthier to cook. I prefer we cook for each other. You're not going to do that on a first date, Mike. Right. I also have student debt, so I usually can't afford fancy restaurants. I prefer traditional men who insist on paying and they usually say so before we go in the restaurant so no surprises if society turns to totally dutch and guys expect expect to go to fancy restaurants i think i will look for a sugar daddy (laughs) (laughs) well you know she has a point she there are often times i I can think back years and years ago when i was dating i was a student uh, mm. I didn't have the money to pay for, for, for fancy dates. I was yeah. like, I'll cook you dinner, but it's all I can afford. Yeah. You know, so if the person had more money, uh, I, I'd feel bad. It was like, I'm sorry, like, you know. And it so. kind of goes back to socioeconomic situations as well. Like if we had a mm-hmm. society that was more equitable, like if we all made the same amount of dollars for the same amount of work, 
then would this all change this dynamic where if we go to a fancy restaurant, well, I make as much money as you, so I don't feel any pressure right. for you to pay and so on right. and so forth. And I think, isn't that changing because we just talked about the success mm-hmm. of women? Right. Mm-hmm. So why should men pay? Why should they if men and women are making the same amount of money, if the woman even makes more, more. It's why should it be one gender to pay? It makes zero sense. Mm-hmm. I think I think similarly to what I do with friends even that I, I mm-hmm. haven't had lunch with or dinner with in a while is like I'll go out with them and generally my intentions are this one's on me and let's do it again, you know? Yeah. And I think that I think that men and women while dating could also figure that out, right? Let the man be the stereotypical man if he's a gentleman and just say like, listen, I I got this one, make a deal. You get the next one, exactly. you know, and that could exactly. be a, a great gentlemanly move to even the playing field yeah. and secure a second yeah. date. That's a nice <laughs> thing thing about gentlemen. Last time, last, last bit. So this brings me back to a date I had a couple of months ago where he actually said, can I come pick you up at your house? And I said, no. no. Okay, good. <laughs> but, but we knew good. each other, but right. it's just to say chivalry is not. Dead. Dead, right. Mm. Yeah, we just don't know what was in his head, though. <laughs> <laughs> Can I pick you up at your house? Now he knows where I live. I don't think so. See, that's, that's the problem, though, met. now, right? That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Guys, such a pleasure having you on. Adam Greenberg, besides finding you on Virgin Radio yeah. in the evenings, where can people uh, find you and your clothing line? Instagram, at uh, Adam Greenberg1. The clothing line is One Bone Brand, also on Instagram or OneBoneBrand.com. Wonderful. And Thierry Lindor, if anybody wants to find you and your event coming up yep so at Thierry Lindor on Instagram Facebook Twitter YouTube and we have Charlemagne the God in Montreal Saturday September 27th wow it's uh, very exciting and Christina Rizzo marketing specialist in the music and entertainment industry does not want to be found (laughs) so (laughs) why don't we just leave it at that (laughs) and hence why she remains single We'll just end it there. Guys, you have been a delight. Thank you so much for uh, entertaining me and our listeners. And thank you to our Facebook watchers as well. And to Paris Mansouri, who takes care of the behind the scenes. And, of course, behind the scenes is also Brian Callisar, our technical producer. Thank you all for spending this time with us. Really appreciate it. To connect with me on social media, at Dr. Lori Batito, or my website, drlori.com. Don't forget, you can send in your questions anytime. I'll answer them at the beginning of every show. Coming up next... Next year on CJD, the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening and remember to live your life with passion. Come on, just tap your feet.